Hello, listeners. I'm Alfred. And I'm Jay. And this is the inaugural season of the Yodafest podcast. Every couple of weeks, we're going to bring you our take on geek news, media, technology, and the local convention community in Calgary, Alberta. third episode of the Odafest podcast. I'm Jay. I'm Alfred. I'm Dio. And we're gonna, about to start. Uh, let's see, what we got coming up first, uh, like to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, which is Odafest. Ta-da! The convention that does this podcast is also the one who sponsors <laughs> it. Uh, if you know anybody who would like to sponsor it, if you have a friend who runs a company, a big company with lots of cash, lots. Uh, Make us rich. Come to us. Many monies. Uh, you can come sponsor. Uh, you can just apply to sponsorship at Um But we'll be talking a little bit about Odafest later. Um, but we actually have some news about Odafest first, I believe. Yeah, who thought that the Odafest podcast would have news about Odafest? Crazy. Yep, but we'll get <laughs> um, out of the way right now. Okay, so we here at uh, Odafest Vari, uh, we thank you for attending. Uh, any future pin parties we're going to announce on our Facebook page Uh and uh, yeah, if you follow us there, you'll get any sort of news about Odafest. So these pin parties, they're a great community experience. They always try, we always try to have exclusive news released live at these things. And uh, yeah, we always have keynotes planned. So it's, uh, it's really fun. And if you were at Odafest VAR, you would know that we have a special guest coming. Her name is Smile DK. She's well known for late 90s, early 2000s electro pop. And uh, most famously for uh, DDR songs such as Butterfly. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, 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 I'm your little butterfly. That was, that was very good. <laughs> Green, black, and blue, mix of colors in the sky. <laughs> I, w- I want a metal remix of that song now. <laughs> um, I'm exists. sure someone's already beat me to it. Probably, yeah. Uh, so we're also going to be at Calgary Comic and Entertainment Expo. Uh, we're going to have our early bird pre-reg available there. And we have new uh, kimono-themed pins, which you would have already seen here at Odafest Vari. But we're going to have kimono-themed pins for Vari, Mio, June, and Lorelei. Uh, we also have an entry in the Expo Parade of Wonders. So you should sign up with our group and show off your management cos- cosplays just on... Um, what, what street do they... I think it's uh, First Street. First they street? march correct? along from in the past. I believe they go down mm-hmm. Third Street and then they mark... They march down Stephen Avenue a bit. Okay. I don't know okay. the entire route, but right. that's definitely a big part. And Stephen Avenue is always a great place to like walk around and mm-hmm. you'll be with all your cosplay friends and everyone is just going to be celebrating being a geek. Yeah, I, have, I haven't actually seen the parade, but like from what I hear, a lot of people just kind of that's like the highlight of their expos, like the, the opening parade. I know yeah. last year was a pretty big deal. Like mm-hmm. then she came out, I think. Got to work yeah, your you legs, got to yeah. get that sweet leg day in. Yeah. OK. Um, unfortunately, some bad news, though. Uh, the Stefan Aurora mascot plushes didn't make our presale goal. Oh, oh. rest in peace. Uh, no, no magnetic toast action. <laughs> that's not true. I think so. so I believe that there's an incentive. Uh, we're actually going to be using those prototypes still. Oh, okay. Uh, for the plushies, but unfortunately, yeah, anyone who well, didn't okay, get I, it. I found an interesting use for them at the pin party. Um, uh. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, no, 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 not that way. No, no, I put it, on, I put Aurora up onto like a table, and I took the toast off, and I would like toss it and try to get it to catch on her mouth. 
<laughs> like, like a stand. That should have been one of the selling points. Yeah, we exactly. Would have had no, if, if I had demonstrated that, I think we would have been funded. But and anyways. You, yeah, you clearly missed out on a great marketing opportunity. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be pretty bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unfor- uh, unfortunately, we didn't meet our pre-sales goal. But if you did pre-order, we're going to refund you ASAP. So uh, no worries on that front. Next up, a few reminders. Uh, panel applications close on April 22nd. You want to get in on that if you want to support our community. Uh, submit your panels, you know, and uh, that reminds me I should submit my panels. Yeah, me too. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, uh, we're planning to host a podcast panel, so we'll be there as well. Yeah, if you're you want to see us live. Yep. Getting broadcast and things like that. Um, we'll be hosting a live show. Yep. So and, interesting uh, stuff. Yeah. And finally, just one more reminder about hotels. Uh, I finally have the price. It's one forty nine Canadian per night. So that's very Canadian. Very, what? Yeah, <laughs> that is very, very, very good for downtown Calgary. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, one fifty is about. It's pretty standard for most hotels. Yeah, it is. But for being at the Marriott, and the Marriott, that's yeah. a great price. Yeah, and you're right there. And even if you even if you live in Calgary, it's worth Calgary's staying. so wide. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only way I can put it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We're so spread out. So. Even if you live in Calgary or in the vicinity, it's worth it just to prevent yourself from driving downtown every day. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um. Uh, that's uh, about it for Orderfest news and announcements and reminders. Yeah. So thank you for bearing through that. Uh. So, what are we doing today? Well, first off, how how are we today? I'm pretty good. You good? It's a nice day out. Yeah, it is nice. To, it's it is really re- warm. ridiculous. Sixteen degrees outside. It, is it actually in, that warm? It is. In yeah. March, I haven't been wearing my jacket. You know, the thing is, like, it always goes up for a little bit, but I have a feeling in like the third week of March we're gonna get like don't, a cold spell. Don't. Uh, no, I don't want it, that. You don't even I have, have to. That is not even a jinx because it's going to happen. <sighs> yeah, it's Man. not a jinx. I don't want that. Yeah. But I would like to thank, I'd like to give out a nice shout out to uh, Global Warming. And speaking <laughs> of Global Warming, I'd also like to give a great shout out to Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> yeah, for that great Oscar win. Oh, a whole <laughs> legion of memes died that night. Yeah, did you? That was the first time I've ever seen a meme die yeah, on live on, TV. On, like, yeah. live TV. <laughs> People didn't know what to do with themselves. Yeah, I know. They're, well, actually, I like think... Like 4chan, I, part of 4chan died. <laughs> I don't know. I think at least for us Calgarians, there's still a meme alive in the sense that the old is not what a Chinook It was is. a Chinook! Yeah. Calm down, bro. It was a Chinook! Yeah. That was my Twitter feed um, immediately after it happened was there were tons of no more Leo memes. And then every between oh. every post, it was like, it was a Chinook! Like I said, I definitely want to thank Global Warming for the great weather. And, <laughs> and thank uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio for acknowledging Global Warming <laughs> and mistaking it. But that's not... My problem. No. <laughs> okay. No, really, though. We should uh, move on with our actual content for today. So we've got something interesting planned. Uh, we're actually going to talk about anime today. Which is so exciting. I love We're an anime convention podcast. We're going to talk about anime. I know. Um, Next, we'll, we'll be talking about conventions and podcasts. Well, keep in mind, our, our last our last two podcasts were mainly about gaming. So we, we, we're finally going to give you guys an anime episode. Um, anime. And to kind of kick off, we're going to kind of talk about the 2016 spring season. Which, uh, there's a couple of shows I'm looking forward to, even though I don't really watch a ton of anime. Um, yeah. I know, I know. Dio's the one who really Dio's watches. the one here that's Yeah, like, I uh, watch, I watch here. a ton of anime. Yeah. But I actually haven't looked at the chart, so this is going to be interesting. Yeah, we're pulling some stuff. So, yeah, none of us going on right none now. None of us have seen the chart. So, what I'm going to do is that yeah. I'm going to go to anychart.net, which is a, a site full of synopses for the upcoming anime season. And I'm going to read a random synopsis and we're going to discuss it. And Sweet. we're going to predict how yeah. the show will go 
any sort of cliches that the show might have. Or... I have a really good. Okay, so the truth is, I don't watch a lot of shows anymore. But that's because back in my prime, which is like your anime watching prime, anyone should know this. Your anime watching prime is probably around whenever you're in junior high and high school. Yeah. yeah. Because you have all this time and, mm-hmm. you know, like you're terribly socially awkward and you have no friends. <laughs> no, Maybe. No, plus well, the- that's not okay. That's not everybody. But that was certainly most of us anyways. Um, well, so the we- older you get, the more cynical you get too about, yeah. about and I've anime. Watched, and I've watched so many shows. Uh, legitimately over 600. I think I'm in the 700 range now. Holy crap. Sure. No, I think I'm about the same no, as well. I, I can't be up there. But no. most of my stuff is like, you know, again, older, like around... 2000s to yeah. uh, like 90s and 2000s stuff uh but i get really cynical alfred is right so i have a really good but i usually get a pretty good grasp of what an anime is about in the first <laughs> two episodes or so or the synopsis so yeah i'm going to be doing a lot of predictions well even stuff that's supposedly like not cliche ends up being kind of cliche, cliche yeah. there's there's very few anime that's cliche but that's just the way it is like yeah. you say that an, like hollywood doesn't come up with anything new anymore neither does anime neither not does really anime. it's just that that's they can true. they can animate it in such a way that it looks different at least i think i'm just so desperate for good content that like i will sit through anything what, like, what i will is, sit what's, through what's your favorite no shit jo- posting what's your favorite genre Oh. oh man that's hard i don't even know anymore okay what what are you currently into right now i'm really okay so i'm watching a race that was the big one that everybody okay. was like that's yeah. watch Winter. that and that's that's airing right now yeah. um erased and that's is, kind uh, of like a, it's kind of like a drama you know what everyone has been telling me to watch erased and i've heard good things everyone's like oh but it's, 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 it's not cliche it. it's not cliche it's it not, has cliches no, no. It, I, i'm like but t- not... three episodes in i'm just like okay no this is kind of like a lot <laughs> of like the typical mystery i'm uh, yeah, yeah that's that's yeah. true it is I, I didn't watch it or anything but i did read the wikipedia synopsis and it has something to do with like time travel yeah yeah, yeah. it does a little bit yeah i liked it i'm i'm really liking it right now what else um, well what else? are you, are you an idol hell right now? i have an idol hell but i'm not watching any idol shows i'm just re-watching oh, okay. like the idol master okay well you know what let's just kick it off with an idol show oh, okay perfect i stars oh god i have you heard of this <laughs> i have not watched i because there's so many seasons is it i can't do it. is it like the apple way of writing i like it would be like or is it like love katsu no. Like AI? Yeah. Like yeah, AI. Okay, I was thinking it was like Aikatsu. It was like, I didn't know Apple came out with like <laughs> fried pork tendon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, well. That's how I call it. Anyways, um, Aikatsu Stars features the protagonist Yume, Yume Nijino. Okay. And Yumi aims to become a top idol. And she enrolls in the Yotsuse no, Gakuen Academy. This academy has a special group called Akuen the S4, who are the top four active idols in the school. Yumi and the other first-year students aim to become a part of the S4. This sounds like Love Live Season 3. I wouldn't know anything about that, but <laughs> you can tell exactly where it's going. She's gonna There's there's going to be some build-up, there's going to be some teamwork, there's going to be some heartbreak, and then she's going to succeed at the end. Ta-da! Uh, the art style <laughs> looks extremely moe. Like, even more so than, like, the more typical idol shows. Yeah, they're kind of bug-eyed. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> to be real. <laughs> <laughs> See, the, that's the trend now, is, like, we get the bug-eyed stuff. Like, and people used to complain about, like, 90s animation with, like, the sharp knife chin <laughs> syndrome. <laughs> that's true. But now all we get now is, is literally, like, get... like, pugged, like, pug eyes, like, looking off in wrong directions and <laughs> just being like, pugs. I'm cute, damn it. <laughs> 
Uh, so predictions for that. Well, you already made your predictions. <laughs> it's gonna be Love Life season three. It's gonna be Love Life season three. It's just gonna be. The, it's as Jason. Okay, now, now keep in mind, guys. I don't know anything about anime or like the recent <laughs> anime, at least. I, I, like, I don't know I, anything about idol anime, but it's. I think the idol last, anime is yeah. like akin to sports anime. That's mm-hmm. how yeah. I'm gonna think about it. They're gonna sing, <clears throat> then they're gonna cry, then they're gonna sing, and everyone's gonna and be they're happy. Like, I don't know if I'm gonna make it, or I don't know if my friend's gonna make it, but I'm gonna cheer for them if they do. Yeah. Um. I personally haven't finished an anime show in like the longest oh time God. so like i think the like the last anime i actually got close to finishing was durara like the second season i watched kill the kill i haven't even seen that yeah oh you're a bad person yeah and like <laughs> trigger is my trigger okay and, and I'm, I'm probably gonna drop erased at some point because like you it's, should, it's not fair. interesting me you currently. remember how we talk about like girl again yeah. as like you know top tier mm-hmm. kind of th- like if you if you're into gynax then you will be into trigger and if you're into Trigger, you will watch Kill a Kill. Uh, I don't know. Kill, just... I liked Kill a Kill, but I'm very much like if we're gonna talk about Trigger, it's all about Little Witch Academia. Like that show. I don't know what that is. I, I heard it of was it. it was their pilot OVA as a studio, and they ended up making a second OVA, and it was just what's, as fantastic as the first. What's the name of their next show that they announced? Oh, I don't remember. It's. Uh... I can't I remember know. what uh, it is, but I'm well, looking I, forward to it. I can, I'm actually I can, a I can fan. Google it in a bit. I'll watch that. Okay, moving on. Bungo Stray Dogs. <laughs> uh, it, okay. Just looking at the picture, it looks really edgy. Yeah. Nakajima Atsushi was kicked out of his orphanage. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and now he has no place to go. <laughs> is that wow really in there? No. Oh. It's just like, wow, who gets kicked out of an, an orphanage? orphanage? <laughs> okay, well, Nakajima Atsushi People was kicked People with parents, I guess. <laughs> He was kicked out of his orphanage, now he has no place to go and no food. While he is standing by a river on the brink of starvation, he rescues a man whimsically attempting suicide. How do you whimsically Wait, attempt suicide? Say, like, ooh, like I'm dancing. choking on a lollipop or like a multicolored <laughs> rainbow lollipop? <sighs> okay, that man is Dazai Osamu, and he and his partner, Kunikita, are, de- are members of a very special detective agency. They have a supernatural powers and deal with cases that are too dangerous for the police or the military. They're tracking down a tiger that has... Oh, and the description cuts off. They're tracking down a tiger that has appeared in the area recently, around the time that Atsushi <laughs> Atsushi came to the area. <laughs> a tiger seems to have a connection to Atsushi, and by the time the case is solved, it's clear that Atsushi's future will involve much more of Dazai and the rest of the detectives. It's a furry anime. <laughs> There's a lot going on. That's a lot. So there's, a, there's that, like, okay, let me get this straight. There's a kid who, who gets kicked out of an orphanage. <laughs> Not a school or like another institution. An orphanage. An orphanage, which is designed to help people like him. And a, uh, he, he tries he, to commit suicide. A lion No, he, he comes across someone trying to commit suicide oh, whimsically. My bad. Whimsically. Um... What was? Have you seen Wolf Train? Then there was no, a detective. Enter, there was a detective. <laughs> yeah. And there's a few a detectives detective. who, who have supernatural powers to try and oh, figure man. out the oh, guy. Man. Why the guy was trying to kill himself? That is okay. You, this is like a mouthful for my brain. That's it's like, not. That's it, a Channel F anime right there, or like not, not like what? What was that um game that we played? Or Channel, channel, a? channel a? Not Channel F. Yeah, Channel A. I'm yeah. thinking like a console, but like Channel A, like. That sounds yeah, like, a, like, just, a, like a BS thing you would make Here's up on Here's a bunch of crap, and then you have to... <laughs> if for anyone who doesn't know what Channel A is, it's a board game or a tabletop game where it's kind of like Cards Against Humanity, except you get to back up what your premise is, essentially. You, you're a show pitcher, and uh, you tell people, like, this is the anime that I'm going to make. 
and this is why it's going to be a great anime. And then someone chooses why it would be a good anime. Let's be honest, no one ever comes up with a really good anime, <laughs> uh, as evidenced by the show. What is the show? This show is going to be, I want to say like the plot twist, like the tiger is his mother. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to There's say gonna, it's a that, plot like, twist show. I'm gonna oh, tell no, you. Oh no, that'll never yeah. happen. But honestly, I, it, it, I believe it's a crappy would, plot twist. I wouldn't show. put it past them. Yeah, because there's magic. There's magic involved in here. Right? Yeah, there's they have magic. Supernatural so powers. anything's possible. So the mom. So the tiger is the mom, and the guy committing suicide is his dad. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> yeah, like that sad really bad. Uh, okay. Um, real fast. Hai Furi. So H A I F U R I. Hai Furi. In the sea we live, the sea we protect, and by the sea we go. Japan, a hundred years after plate subductions caused many other countries to be submerged. To save the remaining countries, the coastal cities that have been built up were launched into the seas, and the seaborne routes between them expanded. With expansion, with this expansion and need for personnel that would safeguard the seas arose, women began to seek employment in this new industry. <laughs> and soon the blue mermaids who... Uh, keep the seas safe began to be a source of admiration for many. The childhood friends Akino Misaki and Moe Kachina sought to become blue mermaids themselves, and together with others who shared their dream, they enrolled in Yokosuka's Marine High School. Okay, so this let me get this. This started out good, and then it kind of just like yeah. So let me get this right. It's global warming, and yeah. then you have to, and they're trying <laughs> no, to no, save. No, 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 it's not global warming. Plate subductions is like uh, tectonic activity. Yeah. So like, oh. like after the continents collided. Oh, okay, so it's earthquakes. Yeah, causing and submergence somehow. I don't know. Okay, tsunamis, tsunamis everywhere. Uh, and then there's people who are guardians of the, protecting the city. Essentially, is this right? Uh, like, protecting the sea routes between the cities. Is it? Does it look like a magical girl anime? No, it looks it like actually, a high school. It actually looks like a high school anime. Does I, it look like Shrike witches? <laughs> Actually, yeah, kind of a little bit. Strike witches <laughs> like is like the a, art style. Looks you know what? The this, same. this sounds like a very elaborate way of like um, just justifying the sailor Fuku. Yeah, pretty much a very elaborate way of justifying. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> <laughs> like hey, see, we're at sea. We're, yeah. we're at sea. We're actually we actually need these uniforms. <laughs> uh-huh. Trust us. Oh, that sounded really cool good. up until like the high school part. Yeah. That sounded like a like a really sweet like like dystopia type. Yeah, like sci-fi anime. Yeah, and then it. Kind I can't of think just... of yeah the closest thing I could come up to, but probably less dumb is uh, it's probably better than Strike Witches, but it's probably very similar to Strike Witches. I like Strike Witches, but you, I mean, of course you would. <laughs> you really like that. You like Moe. I do. I do like Moe. Like I, I admit that Moe is not that great, but I enjoy it. I've never met a Moe that was great. <laughs> you, met a, you never met a Moe. <laughs> nope. Did I see JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Uh, that's right. That's coming you, out. You did. Yeah, that's uh, for part four. JoJo yes. no Kimyo Namboken. Yeah, JoJo's Bizarre uh, Adventure. Part four focuses on Josuke Higashikata, the yeah. illegitimate son of Joseph Joestar, with Jotaro Kujo and Joseph Joestar amongst, along in a supporting role. That is the most minuscule description of that part I've ever seen. Okay, well, you can't really make a description or a prediction of this because the I manga, already know how it ends. Yeah, the manga is already out. So <laughs> like I've already read it. Let's not spoil anyone. Yeah, you're, but I know you're super into JoJo. I'm super into JoJo. I love part four. Um, let's not get too deep into part, this. So <laughs> this is a dark hole for yeah, Alexis. That is, that is a bit of a dark hole for Alexis. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Joker game from Production IG. That sounds Ooh. interesting. Okay. So, that, rem- that title alone reminds me of. Uh, Death Parade for some Yeah, reason. that's what yeah. I was thinking of too. Production, and, and you know, it's like the uh, animation's gonna be sick because it's, it's production, production IG. IG. Yeah. Big. So in, ni- in 1937, before World War II begins in earnest, 
Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Yuki of the Imperial Japanese Army forms the D Agency, an army intelligence outfit. The D Agency? The D Agency. <laughs> All right. An army intelligence outfit under his command and tutelage. Army General Staff attaches Lieutenant Sakuma to observe the unit's performance. The agency casts a wide net to find agents beyond Japanese military personnel, and Yuki est- uh, establishes the agency's tenets, which go against the IJA doctrine. Don't kill, don't get killed, don't get captured. With this, Yuki trains a team of operatives who conduct missions against domestic and foreign powers. So it sounds West. cool. That sounds really cool, but it's like it's a spy. It sounds like a spy show a little bit. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Um, like there's a lot of subterfuge. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely a plot twist in there. I'm gonna call the plot twist is definitely like the general, a tra- a traitor. Or the, com- in the, 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 the traitor yeah. is like the commanding officer. Yeah, type thing. Uh, I'm actually almost going with like a historical revisionist kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I'm. It's the like, feel I'm getting too. It's like pre World War II, right? And like yeah. they're they're gonna like let's let's not mince words here. Like I think Japan, um, especially when it comes to their history, are kind of like dance around the subject or kind of like yeah, very much. It. So, I don't know. I think there's going to be, like, um, oh, they uncover, a, like, an American plot to kill Japanese or something, and then, like, they prevent it. I don't yeah, know. exactly. It's going to be something like that. Something but it looks like interesting. It does. It lo- looks sweet. There's a guy with a katana, and there's, like, cards falling In around. Japan? Yeah. People with a katana? What? I know. Yeah. <laughs> but they, and they're all, like, in sick, like, pre-World War II suits, and they all look dapper. They all look like real people. Like, they don't look like... Production IG style is like that, though. Everyone yeah, they like... look realistic. It's nice. It's, it's a nice change. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, ooh, Trigger's new show. There we go. Oh, we oh found thank it. you. Okay. Uh, Kiznaiver. The fictional Japanese city named Sugomori City is built on reclaimed land. But as the years go by, the city's population is decreasing. One day, Sonosaki tells her classmate, Katsuhira, You've been selected to be a Kiznaiver. <laughs> Okay. Kiznaiver. Uh, the Kizuna system, which allows which allows Katsuhira to share his wounds, connects into his... The, wow, what a jerk. Yeah, connects into <laughs> the classmates whose lives and personalities completely differ from his. The Kizuna system is also an incomplete system for the implementation of... Oops. Uh, sorry. I'm on mobile. So, of world peace that connects people through wounds. What the hell? Oh so, God. it's like a hive mind where... Suffering is shared, shared essentially. by everyone, yeah. I guess. All those who are connected to the system are called Kiznivers. But when Kiznivers is wounded, the system divides and transmits the wound amongst the other Kiznivers. What? That's kind of You neat. ever hear that? Like, it, this reminds me very easily of the phrase, like, death through a thousand uh, cuts or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, the idea of, like, oh, you're sending an army into battle, but instead of, like, sending one person and they die. Yeah, instead you of send one, one person, person losing an entire arm, like, everyone loses a bit of their pinky. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay maybe that's an interesting that's see the that's problem interesting. with yeah. I, I would love to make a good prediction for this show except it's trigger. it's made by trigger <laughs> so, <laughs> so it, 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 it could go it's either gonna be great or well you're gonna see a ton of sick animation in yeah like, you are like, well, my real question is what, stuff, what qualifies yeah. as an injury in this in this case because like a wound yeah i guess it's like it's cutting your hair one person gets cancer everyone gets cancer oh god (laughs) or something like that i don't know no no, but i'm serious like like what what, what qualifies i guess we're gonna have to watch the show to find out because like that that's like one of those super out there extremely anime and the other thing is is, like somebody like the way that i'm imagining it is like uh you're say you're in the battlefield and you get hit by a cannonball it sinks in your entire chest right because you're still gonna feel that for the for the for the brief moment or before it gets dispersed that's gonna suck and then all of a sudden like what part like do you just lose a nipple or something like like, i don't know how's that gonna work how does that gonna be interesting like well it's trigger so i don't know like 
I think they'll handle it well. Kiz I mean, neighbor. Kiz neighbor. I don't even know how to say that. How do you yeah. spell it? K i z n a i v e r. Kiz neighbor. Kiz neighbor. Kiz never. Kiz never. Never. Um, art style kind of looks like Evangelion, trigger. but like a modern Evangelion. Well, almost. I mean, that's fair. It's Trigger. Then yeah. That's basically... For anyone who doesn't Studio know Gynax. who Trigger is, Trigger is Gynax. Yeah. yeah essentially. Formerly. Yeah. Formerly I mean, Gynax. Gynax still exists as a thing, but they aren't really doing so well. So yeah. hot. Um, a couple... There are, there's like one token super colorful character, and then there's like a token Moe character. Does the, the uh, does a protag look like... He looks like Kaoru. A protag? He looks like Kaoru from, oh, no. uh, from Evangelion. <laughs> yeah. Like white hair, uh, school uniform. Here comes the fan art. Yeah, I mean... And it looks like there's a Shinji character in the background, too. Except he actually looks cool. Yeah, he does look cool. He doesn't look like Shinji. <laughs> no. Oh, God. It's going to be like uh, some kind of alternate universe... Hmm. Evangelion. Evangelion. Well, I mean, Evangelion has like it uses child soldiers as well. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's true. So, okay, Kuma Miko. The story follows Machi, a middle school student who serves as a shrine maiden <laughs> at a Shinto shrine, enshrining of a bear in the recesses of a certain mountain in Japan's northern Tohoku region. Why not just say Mount Fuji? It's already super... <laughs> yeah. Machi's guardian... It's already super stereotypical. Oh, Machi's guardian's a talking bear named Natsu. And one day, wow. Machi says to Natsu, I want to go to a school in the city. The worrywart Natsu then gives Machi, who is ignorant of the ways of the world, a set of trials that she must pass in order to survive in the city. That's really cute. This looks adorable. You must learn how to go to a convenience center... Or a store... Center. Convenience store and buy... Onigiri, instead of making it, it looks... yourself the traditional way at the shrine. <laughs> um, the the bear looks really cute. Is this a slice of life? It sounds like a slice of life. It sounds like a slice of life show. The Which bear is... looks really cute. Like, he's a big, like, teddy bear. Teddy oh, bear. I, was, yeah. I, was, I was picturing, like, a little one. No, <laughs> no he's like, oh, no, he's, he's, he's huge. He's, he's kind of like... Um... Okay. Yeah, for, for anyone who doesn't know why I'm asking questions about how things look, it's because Alfred's doing this through mobile. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> I agreed not to look at any of the synopses before I uh, made a thing. Uh, made and a I'm sitting next to Alfred. So, yeah. Um, but anyways, like, this this looks adorable. It honestly does. It looks really cute. It looks too adorable. <laughs> it looks like something I'm going to watch. Like, I'll be honest. I When a new season comes out, I tend to watch at least one of every show. Mm -hmm. And then from that, I'll pick out the most tolerable shows and i'll watch all I can, the way through i kind of sniggered when i said shrine maiden because i know you're into toho <laughs> yeah i love toho it just sounds I love so project so much it sounds it, it does i could see this being the plot of a toho game to be honest yeah. like it just sounds so like stereotypical like does pure it? girl pure, okay well yeah talking your girl in a in a you know shrine japanese shrine uh far away from everything and she has a magical companion yeah. but she has aspirations to you know change her life and it's a very typical like coming of age story kind of thing with magical aspects which i mean you see that a lot in anime so yeah that's like every second anime <laughs> you yeah. pretty much. i mean i love uh slice of life but there's different types of slice of life this is the ladder, the Moe type. Okay. Uh, this is where I get excited. Macross. Macross Delta. Yeah. Has, has anyone seen it? Has anyone, I saw. Has, I saw. Has, has anyone seen a Macross show? I haven't watched a Macross show all the way through. Okay. I am not of that genre. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, so I'm a huge Macross fan uh, or mecha in general. Um, Alfred likes things that are robotic in yes. general. Giant robots. Sci-fi. Sci-fi is Alfred's Sci -fi, main Sci-fi, giant robots. Yeah. Um, yeah. But okay. So... Delta is a is another show in a long line of a series. A long line. Long. 
very long. And some of you weren't born yet. We weren't well, born. Most, yet. I yeah, yeah born I wasn't yet. born yet. Yeah. I think the first Macross was out in '79. Yeah, something like that. Around there. Yeah, so and I actually sat down and watched the whole thing, the original series. Some of the animation is just like <laughs> it's just what beautiful. Is going, <laughs> what is going? Well, okay, the, original content. The, the, do not steal. The original Super Dimension Macross uh, looks atrocious by modern <laughs> standards, but then they made like a comp like a compilation movie that retells the original series. And that's gorgeous. Oh, okay. it's like a pinnacle of eighties animation well, yeah. versus the TV series is just like crap. <laughs> it looks terrible. It. It, it's it's a good series. It just looks terrible. Um, but makes it hard to watch sometimes. Yeah, and uh, okay. Well, the, the thing about Macross, you guys should know, is that um, it's kind of gone back and forth on the silliness spectrum. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they've they that's went they've heard. gone from very very serious like killer AIs about to take over nuclear arsenals to yeah. I'm gonna fly a jet with a guitar. <laughs> No, seriously, that's Macross that 7. Wonderful. That's Macross 7. There's a guy who thinks his life's goal is to sing to aliens and make them not evil anymore. That's that sounds beautiful. like a that sounds like a bitch and good show. Like yeah, I love music oh, anime. Shit, Macross 7 so, is so good. A lot of people don't like it because, because it it's, deviates so hard. Yeah, but I mean like it, it's it's like the G Gundam of uh of Macross. The Gundam. Yeah, Actually. and um, Delta it kind of runs with that, I guess. It, it kind of yeah. goes back into like the silliness spectrum because the last Macross show was Frontier. Yeah. Um, which involves, you know, like they all, all macro shows involve music in some way. Yeah. Uh, be it a band, be it like a, a girl trying to become an idol and there's a love triangle and stuff. Yeah. Um, so Frontier was kind of like that. Um, this one is idols. idols. I watched, there was a preview, um, a preview like episode zero that was put out and I watched it. And I don't know how to feel. I loved it. I loved it. I don't know how to feel. I haven't seen it. I have no, no opinion. No, see, I have. I am very tolerant of most things macros, but that that that's borderline. <laughs> this is that's, pushing it's, it. For it's you. getting there. Yeah, it's very much like there's robots and there's aliens, as you would expect from macros, yeah. or so I'm told. And then there's like magical girl idols. <laughs> And they and it's a squadron. Do, a squadron. do the robots? No, no, no. The real question is: Do the robots get to be idols too? No, no the robots what? are piloted such, by the idols. No, okay. that's a huge miss. That's a huge <laughs> no, 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 miss. No, no. You got. Do, you're telling me no one wants to see seventy foot tall robots instead of just like battling it out on a field or whatever? They're just like. All right, dance formation. Oh my god, that'd be wonderful. Guys, what's gonna happen? Their formations are gonna be based on their dance moves, and like they're gonna translate their like their like dance moves on stage. I just want to see a breakdancing robot doing. Well, like the OV literally had a breakdancing because one of the idols is a breakdancer slash rapper. Two words. What? Oh wait, not two words. (laughs) Four words. Domo arigato, Mr. Robota. (laughs) Okay, now here's the thing. Like even even when Macross gets silly. Um, it's just the characters there silly. The mecha is still like mm. kind of solid, yeah. right? So I think that's going to be the case. So the, and what you're make... telling me, the dance segment is also going to be solid. <laughs> well, no, it's going to be really flashy, like space fights and like space yeah. battles and stuff. That's what's going to happen because Frontier has some amazing space, space battles. Fights. All right. So I don't know. Um, I'll watch it. How do you? Okay. How are you feeling about it? How am I feeling about it? I don't know how to scale feel. of one to ten. Okay. See, here's do the you thing. anticipate it? Okay, I didn't really. I wasn't really into Frontier initially because the animation was so colorful and like moe compared to the previous ones. Okay. And this um, one is much very similar. This one looks very similar to Frontier. And um but the thing about Frontier that saved it was that it was like a celebration of the twenty fifth anniversary. Okay. Um so it had a lot of callbacks to the old series. So it had like um 
if you had watched all of Macross, it was very impactful to you, right? Okay. This one, on the other hand, is just like another iteration of it. And I don't think there's going to be a lot of like shout outs or, you know, it's okay, not going to relate to the fair. previous ones as much. So I don't know how I'm, I'm, I'm going to feel about it. You're not, gonna, call, you're, you're not feeling great? I'm not feeling great about this one. Right. Um, and the, like, I'm all, I also love Gundam. And the last Gundam show I really was looking forward to crashed and burned. So oh, that was that Unicorn? No, it was Unicorn's amazing. But um, no, uh, G Wrecker or Wrecker and Gista and G, the original creator came back to create, to make a show and it's a mess. Oh. Is that like, that sounds like a George Lucas syndrome thing. <laughs> It, it, it very much was. It was yeah. so bad. Okay, Aww. anyways, uh, we're going to move on. Um, <laughs> onigiri. That's, a, that's what it's called. Onigiri. The MMORPG Onigiri <laughs> thrusts its players into mystical Japan, a land filled with mythical creatures of Japanese legend. Starting as a lone Oni, players fight against the malevolent influence of the Kamikui as their miasma spreads over the land. Eight NPCs used for their own distinct personality and skills, allied with some, themselves with the player. Oh, this is a game. What? Oh. You it's done probably based off of a game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. Which means it's not good, unfortunately. Well, yeah. No, I actually think this, this site includes games as well. It also includes manga, No, because yes. that one was animated oh, by okay, Studio... Yeah. No, that was an anime. It was animated by Studio Dean or something? Oh, Periot. So Studio it's an anime, Periot. but it's probably based off of a game. Yeah, maybe. Okay, well, eight NPCs their own distinct personality and skills ally themselves with the player to help build a legend and call the evil that has arisen. As you grow stronger, so do the bonds. Okay, well, it's an MMO. It's an MMO. <laughs> it's so. an MMO yeah. anime. It's going to be a thing. Uh, there's nothing really to say about MMO animes. Like, People and, and people are gonna get on me about this. It's gonna be like I love Sword Art Online and so, well, and the, the difference is like if I you look at like Sword Art Online or even like the Hack series, yep. like they're based off of MMOs, but they're not based off of games that already existed. <clears throat> they were their own like original thing, Concept, yes. to my understanding. Whereas like I tried to watch the Blade and Soul anime, where Blade and Soul the game came out first, and then they made the anime, and let's, it was such a train wreck. Let's put it this way. The only good uh, adaptation of a game that I've ever seen is still probably Advent Children for Final Fantasy VII. I cannot think of another one to, off the top of my head. Like, I can't it, think it, of anything When you're talking about either. movies, whether you're talking about movies or... Or just like, anything. Uh, or shows based off a game or a game based off a show. Like, it is the, it's so hard for some reason to yeah. nail down the spirit and the feel. Well, it's because, like, I guess, like... In terms of like games, games are an interactive experience, right? Oh, I guess and, was, yeah. And then when you take it, like anime is not an you don't interact with the show. You sit no. down and you watch the show and you experience the show, but you don't interact with it. Like, so when you take something not even that's like interactive and stuff like that, yeah, it's, it's they're, they're still not really the same. Or you have yeah, like like you have Pokemon Yellow, which was like to fulfill the anime dream essentially. But mm -hmm. even then, like it, it, at least that's more of a simple formula. Um, but games where like you have an MMO type feel to it. Games where you lot, develop the character many, by playing, yeah. like as yourself. You have way too many levels of interaction to try and to fulfill. try and yeah to uh, like obfuscate what's going on and just make it a visual <clears throat> experience. I don't think it works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I actually see what's going on here. It, it's listed as a video game because it's based on a video game. It is an anime. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, uh, all right. Let's do a couple more, and then I think we'll uh, we'll move on to a new segment. Okay. Uh... Which one looks really good? I saw. Ooh, this looks cool. Tonkatsu DJ Agatoro. Tonkatsu, actually. Ton, tonkatsu DJ Agatoro. I don't know what Agatoro is, but 
That just means pork cutlet DJ. <laughs> so um, the manga or the anime follows Agatoro Katsumata, a stupid but honest guy whose family has run a tonkatsu restaurant for three generations. He's also a beginner DJ. This sounds great. This, this is going to be a like, short. This sounds like Sokugeki no Soma mixed with, uh, I don't know, some other crap anime <laughs> Some <laughs> other crap animation. <laughs> this some other good. crap music this anime show. The, uh, I wonder if it's actually going to look like that. Like, it prob- well, think about it. Like, Osamatsu-san like? is airing right um, now. It, it's got a really interesting, cartoony, unique style, I guess. So, I don't know. It's like... It looks very, like... If you're someone who, like, reads older manga, it very much resembles, like, almost like the Astro Boy yeah, a bit. style wow, a little bit. That's very classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if they're... I, I don't understand what they're trying to accomplish, though. Like, it's going to be a it, It's going to be like... It's going to be So a here's comedy. the actual yeah. prediction part, is this boy who has been raised by a tonkatsu family, <laughs> uh, he is trying to aspire to be a DJ, but he's... But, like, there's the traditional roots of running the restaurant, the family business. Right. Okay. Yeah, I guess so that's he, fair. That's, that's clearly the plot, essentially. I, I don't think. think it's going to be a full show. I think it's going to be probably a short. Like, it's probably going to be, really? like, a web I'd, series. Oh, yeah, look at that. It even says it's seven minutes. Seven minutes? Or no, X minutes. No, no. It's, they don't know how many, <laughs> they don't know how many uh, episodes. They don't know how, many, how long each episode is oh. going to be. I think it's probably going to be a short. Hmm. I really I hope know. it's short because I can't see this plot lasting longer than well. No, it could, it could be episodes. like slice of life. I mean, like uh, that's what it, I'm it, thinking. It'll like, be like a slice of life. Keep in mind, short. like Detroit Metal City, right? That that went on for a bit, right? It's it was also an inspiring musician, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> with, with, with a weird but origin. I feel yeah. like one has a better basis, and uh, I don't know. It could be funny. It could be funny. It could be really funny. I think it'll be funny. I like Shokugeki and I like food shows and I like music shows, but I don't necessarily like the idea of combining them. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see, like, DJ Gordon Ramsay's cooking show. Winter leftovers. Yeah, no. Um, okay, so there is a sh- there is a section for shorts. And, oh, okay, uh, so it's not a short. Yeah, it's, so be it's, a not, full... it's not a short. No. Oh, so it's at least a 13er. Yeah. Um, and well, I guess we'll do one more series. Sure. Unhappy. The story sent. <laughs> so, wow. So, unhappy. End on a it good says note. unhappy, yeah. but like the picture is like a bunch of cute moe girls with their arms out at you. Oh, those are my favorite types of people that should be unhappy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, the story centers around class 1 7 of Tenno. What is with these names, names. for schools? Tenogofune? You have to imagine Tenogo that you're Japanese. Tenogofune and... Academy, where all the students with bad karma or misfortune seem to have gathered. Hibari, oh a, student, a student in the class, meets the unlucky Hanako and the perennially unhealthy Botan on her first day of school. <laughs> this is like tragedy really... the anime. <laughs> Together, they try to find a way to turn their school life into a happy one. Okay, I predict a lot of people getting very sad and like, crying over this. <laughs> no, no, no. This, I, it's a, it sounds like a comedy show, number one. Yeah. It's a comedy genre show. Number two is it's going to be hilarious. I don't think there's going to be a lot of sadness at all unless someone actually dies. That's the only thing I can imagine that would make it sad, but I don't so. think it's going to get there. I think it's just like, let's just be happy together. Like it's, oh, I live this really sad life, but I just want to be happy. And then can we try and all be happy together? <laughs> That's the show. But there's going to be like a little, like, I feel like it's going to be like Azumanga Dayo mm-hmm. kind of levels of like whimsical, whimsical uh, sadness, whimsical sadness, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. I can see that. Like, and they resolve it by accepting who the they art are. style <laughs> doesn't always the art style doesn't yeah. really indicate that the art style kind of looks really generically moe yeah it looks very and, like it looks to me like it's gonna be a, didn't 
Dazimango Dial didn't have a generic look to it, though. I didn't think it looked generic. Mm. I think it, no, I think you're wrong. I feel like it went for the ultra generic look. It went yeah, for the sure. ultra, okay, like, yeah. it, it's non-descriptive. Yeah, and it's, well, yeah, uh, what I mean is that it's not Moe. This this is generically Moe. Really yeah. bug-eyed, really huge, you know, multicolored hair. It looks like something mm. you would expect to be coming out from the past couple of years in yeah. terms of style. Does it kind of look like panty and stocking with no style? No. <laughs> no, nothing looks like panty and stocking. Dexter's lab looks and nothing like... Will... <laughs> <laughs> nothing That's the only ever... anime I've ever thought is and like, that looks like Dexter's lab. nothing will ever look like panty yeah. and stocking ever again. Gynax ruined Christmas. Well, there's also no. There's Powerpuff Girls Z that also looks like panty and stocking. <laughs> uh, I guess. I guess Powerpuff Girls Z is a weird thing because it it tries to it it's like that weird middle line where they were trying to make it look like the original Powerpuff Girls, but of course it's an anime. So. I just had this t- terrible thought because I haven't ever thought about Powerpuff Girls Z or watched it. But uh, because it ends with Z, I started replacing the Dragon Ball English theme, which is like Dragon, Dragon Ball, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z, and then changing that with Power, Power Puff, <laughs> Power Puff Z, Z, Z. Z. <laughs> whatever. Canada, it's mystical. Um, I'd actually like to do a quick interruption uh, to tell you a little bit about our sponsor. Uh, so our sponsor for this episode is Odafest. Odafest is a non-profit society which hosts Southern Alberta's premier Japanese media and culture festival for the last 17 years and counting. Odafest's annual conventions feature a spectacular spectrum of activities such as visiting the expanded artist alley and vendors, uh, watching your favorite anime shows in large theater spaces, fan culture via community-hosted panels, cosplay contests with cash prizes, uh, meeting unique special guests we bring in uh voice actors media personalities and performers from all over the world we've got a uh, cosplayer guest from germany uh we've got our uh, we've got smile dk of course she's from uh, uh sweden. sweden um and we've had japanese bands in here before and uh, japanese voice actors so we try and pull in talent from everywhere and we also have competitive and open gaming video of uh, competitive and open video gaming events uh, just had some dyslexia problems there. Uh, Odafest 2016 will be held at the TELUS Convention Center in downtown Calgary, Alberta from July 1st to 3rd. That's 1st to 3rd. Uh, tickets are available online at odafest.com with early bird discounts ending June 20th. Um, so yeah, you should buy your stuff online. We also have upcoming things that we're like appearing at. Like we'll have a Calgary Expo table. So if you don't want to pay like the digital uh kind of like tax or whatever fee the service fee that yeah uh, the service fee from online then come to us if you're going to be at calgary expo buy your ticket there and you'll save yourself another like three bucks or something like that yep and uh also here we we, i neglected to mention this at the beginning of the show but uh if you're going to be in seattle for SakuraCon, we'll actually have oh yes yeah we're gonna have a table at soccer con three weeks from now yeah so garugamesh so yeah if you're a fellow canadian from out of town and you're gonna be in seattle uh come visit us and uh it's more like we'll be around seattle come to us yeah Yeah. and seattle should come to us if you want a great con that is literally going to be like a third of the price of a con that you would go <laughs> to anywhere else because Canada is poor. You should come to, you should come to one, <laughs> one US dollar. You mean three cents? Yeah. <laughs> Christ. Uh, uh, it's real pain buying anything. No, but I mean like, no, really right if uh, that's, that's just a great 
way for Americans to actually kind of like, you know, save money on their con tickets, right? I, yep. I mean, like, and so excuse to visit Canada and have her ketchup chips and yeah. uh, all dressed chips and, uh, and buy candy bars and that are like uh, coffee crisp coffee crisp yeah it's real smarties not those oh chalky kinder things. eggs or and, yeah kinder, kinder eggs with surprise. actual toys in them yeah, yeah. yeah. have a kinder toys. surprise that is like has the crappy chocolate but also a toy because Canadian kids are smart and they don't <laughs> choke on those things yeah so just uh yeah come get our ketchup chips and uh, you can bring up some uh, vanilla coke for us yeah, and, yeah you can come hang out you know what I'll, we'll, do, we'll do a con swap special yeah. deal special deal first person to bring a vanilla coke to the sakura con table we, we might we could do a con swap with them <laughs> no don't take that no for don't face no, don't please don't um so I'll yeah yelled at um but yeah if, if you're in the if you're in the states or sakura con and uh, you're from the calgary area or just in from you know if you know of us just come visit us and uh yeah i'll be there i'll be there too yeah so, so it's uh, i'm excited it's my first i won't con. me too so <laughs> like you guys. excited it's my first american con also uh, so. america yeah, that yeah, wasn't my first. Uh, my first one was Colossal Con. Colossal that was Con. amazing. Yeah, I want to come back with when you guys. the dollar was okay. Yeah, well, well, it, it was still pretty bad, but it was like better. I think it was still in now. the eighties. It was still in the eighties. Yeah, it was. It, what are we at now? Like seventy-five. No, sixty-eight. Sixty-nine, seventy. At my, one point, it was around in the sixties. My girlfriend. Yeah, at one point, it was sixty-nine. So my girlfriend yeah. works in the bank, and she gives me daily updates, and I had to stop her because it just made me depressed. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. But so I even mean, the economy is that bad. It's just, just it's yeah, oil it's just and what have you. Either way, yeah, American Con. Um, I'm I'm really excited to go. I'm and, so excited. So many. And we're excited to see there. you up in Calgary if you do come up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, speaking of cons, though, uh, what was your first con? My first con was Odafest. So was mine. Yeah. What? <laughs> How do we have this in common? Mine was also Odafest. <laughs> I know, right? Um, this is unexpected. Uh, I was not prepared <laughs> for this revelation. No, uh, my, my first con was Odafest 2008. I think I'd heard about it from a friend. I had a friend um, who I went to her house for like Halloween one year or whatever. Um, and her her Halloween costume was like Sakura from Cardcaptor Sakura, which I was super into as like a little wee teenager um and i asked her i'm pretty sure that's how yeah (laughs) i I asked her i was like where did you get this from like this is so cool and she was telling me that her sister made it um and her sister made it for her to wear to odafest and she pulls out this big album of all these pictures that she took (laughs) that's amazing back in the time before digital existed digital it was was real photos yeah they were real like kodak photos (laughs) in an album that's like uh that's like me when someone asked me about odafest i just pull out like my archive of stuff (laughs) from odafest and i'm like well let me tell you about about odafest (laughs) this is probably the one thing that i have that's different from you guys because all the production stuff that i do is not really whip outable (laughs) it's not easily it's not easily accessible it's like want to check out the guidebook <laughs> i've got dude i have a guidebook book. archive though yeah so, I have guidebooks I mean, yes too. but you don't have like it's not in your bag <laughs> you're <all> like <laughs> what if it is well <laughs> what do you think like uh, that what then do you think i appreciate keep it in there? then i appreciate your efforts no i'm kidding um yeah uh mine was odafest 2000 2006 yeah i want to say 2006 oh uh, you're the oh you beat me then i think really wow uh yeah first one was 2006 my friend dragged me to well we my friend yeah no we had who you are now (laughs) we had a so i I liked anime at that point (laughs) i didn't think it was garbage yet (laughs) you were still don't don't don't, don't take that seriously like i said it was it was in our prime years yeah um so yeah i liked anime at that point uh and um 
uh, a friend told me about an anime convention, and I knew that they happened in the states. I didn't know Calgary had one. And yeah, she's like, "Oh, this this me. one's like a little smaller. It's at the university." So uh, we went, and um, it was really cool seeing all the cosplay and all that. And uh, <laughs> I had a closet cosplay. I'm not, told, I'm not saying which one it was, <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, I thought it was like a really cool thing that. Uh, I had gone to and yeah. uh, it was kind of disappointing for me though because I didn't get to see all the other events because said friend had spent all her time in the uh, vendor room just reading manga. Oh. Mm-hmm. Literally, she was there for three hours oh just reading Oh my gosh, manga. just reading. Yeah, I, yeah I, I've never understood being able to do that because like there's so much to do at a con it's hard for me to stay in one yeah, spot. Yeah, I agree. And um, again, that's why I feel like it was a waste because like there's just so many things you could be doing instead yeah. of just like sitting yeah. in the vendor's room, right? No, I remember my first con. So like I went in cosplay and I bought my cosplay online because I thought you had to be in cosplay to go. To <laughs> <laughs> it thought, is a requirement. I thought that, it like, is the uniform of our I thought I would be weird if I didn't It is the traditional one. dress. So I, I saved up all of my hard-earned like crappy fast food job money um to buy my first costume on ebay that's the thing that's always amazed me because i'm not a cosplayer i never have been Mm -hmm. uh i may be one yet still the future is open yeah uh however it's just like a lot of our convention community is usually younger like anime cons have a younger demographic than like a comic con usually yep um and because of that you know that they're not you know they can't make as much money or they can't save as much uh it's not as easy but the dedic the level of dedication has always astounded me for the yeah. cosplay like i know that they're spending a hundred like let's say they're spending a hundred two hundred bucks and that's not like an insignificant amount of money or anything especially like not that. when you're like 14 especially or 15. When you, yeah and, like especially when you're th- that age and then there's also the fact that you know those countless hours of toiling over you know yep. designs and drawing it out and and everything like that like i understand that part it's always been amazing even as someone who doesn't really appreciate cosplay as much as i could mm. um i love the community for keeping on yeah yeah i think that's just because yeah like you said um it's not just because the demographics younger i just think it's just it's a smaller demographic right because like comic cons are just so much more wide-reaching and there's a lot more appeal to everyone right so you, you see people who are who come to anime conventions are much more passionate about what they do versus yeah. like um you know the average person who goes to a comic con not saying that there aren't passionate people in the comic community right because there are um like freaking people who, who do like star wars armor yeah right so, oh yeah for sure like yeah. that, it's not armor. it's not really a competition of any yeah yeah kind. no no, no. It's but just i'm just that. saying yeah it's like it's it's a smaller community therefore you see a, a lot more of that passion i think yeah yeah so yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. Like my first, so I went in the costume and I had so much fun. And it was like the first time that I had seen like other cosplayers and I made tons of friends. And I was like, man, I can't wait to go next year. Yeah. yeah. Ironically, I didn't think I would be going back after 2006. But oh. I, and then 2007 was when I actually started doing like panels and stuff and okay. all the other events. And that, that mm-hmm. immediately was like, OK, I'm going every year. Yeah, you were this. the serial panelist for quite a while. Yeah, <laughs> I was. Uh, I started off. <laughs> yeah. I I kind of like I, I'm a I'm a doer of things. Uh, so basically, what happened for me? I I was like 16 or 17, and my girlfriend at the time knew about it. I didn't know Jack, mm-hmm. even though I was into a lot of shows. I just kind of, I never really recognized that there was such a thing. Like I didn't really think about the fact that. A convention existed so literally when i learned about Odafest, which is when i learned about conventions as well and i remembered going there and uh being at 
the University of Calgary and this Cosplay Hill, and it was like pretty amazing. I don't feel like we did a lot of stuff because uh, I just don't remember actually. <laughs> but I, the reason why I'm even here now is because the community is amazing, and I felt I remember I wanted to contribute to the community because I'm like I said I'm not much of a yeah uh, like an attendee type of person. I'm much more of an organizing type of person. So once I saw like an opportunity, we started up the May Cafe with my high school friends as actually part of a. Oh Japanese no way! Project. I didn't. I didn't know you've known those guys since high school. Yeah, uh, That's so cool. since two, like uh, since two thousand eight, which was our graduating year. That's when I decided to start that May Cafe. So with uh, I want to say five or six of my like close friends uh, mm. with our Japanese class, which I think is still the only school with a Japanese class in Calgary. I don't uh, know. You mean high Bish school, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, like high school, yeah. uh, which is uh, Bishop Carroll. Um, they helped me put together everything together. Like, I, like, we work as a team. It was great. We got all this stuff together. We got cute mains. They serve food and drinks and dance, yeah, and they actually, still do. Yeah, I remember that. Like, I don't that, do it anymore, but that was yeah. how I got into it. And I remember that first maid cafe. That was very that small was scale. That was the first maid cafe? It was very small scale. Yeah. Oh the first gosh. maid cafe was, was 2008. Uh, yes, 2008. It was, oh it was my, in uh, that was, wow. It wasn't even in a room. It was no. outside. Yeah, it, I remember. It was in, like, I the, went. The, the, the area of the benches in Science yeah. B. Yeah. yeah. So it was Oda, it was Odafest 10th anniversary. We were giving away free cake. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I and, went. And, you know, I'll be totally honest. Uh, and this actually goes to anyone who is a con, like, who wants to create content for, doesn't matter if it's for a con, but just for an example, let's say you want to host a panel at Odafest. I'll be the first to admit that that May Cafe was not the best thing we've ever made by far. What was but your first thing, though? Was that's the, the first thing. time no, no, you no. did it, right? That's yeah. exactly it. Like, I mean, it was a huge undertaking. It's bigger than most projects would ever be, like, panel-wise and stuff like that. And, you know, we're calculating our finances and all this other crazy level of actual, like, business management that we were actually dealing with. Yeah. But what it comes down to is that if you want to create content with Odafest, we're always more than willing to give you a chance. Yeah, and that's a good point. Yeah, yeah we, like, it's okay to make a mistake, yeah, you went, to, but you have to be <clears throat> persistent. You have to right. come back. Right. Um, that's determination. Yeah, yeah don't give up. It, it went from like like a little uh, like basically food stand with some maids, yeah. right? To, Not gonna lie. To, yeah, to, it's to, its own, to now its own department within the Odafest hierarchy, yeah. right? So yeah, its own dedicated like room all weekend, dedicated. And I know that some dedicated the, planning team. Yeah. yeah so. And we were the first ones, at least in Western Canada, that I know of. I don't know about anyone else. I've, and we've yeah. we've other like other cons. Yeah. Um, like I have. There's no beef or competition or anything like that. You guys, uh, I, I'm I'm happy that other cons have taken up that concept as well. Yeah, I remember because yeah. 2008 was my first Odafest, my yeah. first convention. So mm -hmm. I went and I I went to the Maid Cafe and I enjoyed the free cake and I went to Animathon. Yeah, to that same year. <clears throat> yeah. Because I'd heard about it and I was like, where's the Maid Cafe? Because I just assumed <laughs> every con had one. I'm really happy to hear that. But, you know, I, I'm always about being there at Ground Zero. First idea, get it going. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, for anyone who attends the University of Calgary, just to get a sense of how small this thing was, the first one. Uh, it's the area with the benches and like the tables right between the connecting link between Science B and Mac Hall. Yep. Oh. Yeah. That, yeah. Like I said, it was, it was area, not. Yeah. It's like it has giant windows that you can see, like yep. the, oh, yes, that's right. the plaza. Mm -hmm. uh, but basically, it's very. Yeah, that was a nice area, but we quickly outgrew that. Yeah, we quickly outgrew it, and we have so much that we want to do with it. I mean, we, the level of decorating that Tracy does. Yeah. She's the current head of Me Cafe, and actually, one of the friends that I started up 
the cafe with during high school. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she puts in so much work and the girls put in so much work with the dance routines. It's amazing. Yeah, they start practicing like well in advance. Way in advance. I have yeah. to say that like I've always been proud of that like they're the most well-trained volunteers out of any. Like like they receive the most training and they're willing to execute that training like yeah. the most consistently. It's a crazy undertaking. Yeah, they, they, they deserve a block. That's just part of the volunteering. Yeah. They deserve a block during during closing yeah. ceremonies. We always give them a chance to perform for everyone. Just, yeah. just, I know yeah. we're like we're kind of like pimping makeup here, but the other the other thing is that we're super proud of is um just Odafest in general, we have a lot of charity initiatives. Yeah. And uh May Cafe pumps in quite a bit because uh we we're non profit, so we basically almost all of the cash goes back into a charity instead of yeah. like we we make our the money only back the only thing that we take in terms of operating costs is just what can we do to survive the next year that's that's pretty much it right yeah, yeah. yeah. so that's a big thing for us as a nonprofit. but mm-hmm. that's why we have to appreciate so much more how the community is willing to come out and support yeah, us just, just our volunteers in general yeah. so Man, this got a lot more heartwarming than I thought yeah, it would. <laughs> it's a good feeling. It's it's a good thing to talk about. There's a about. lot of nostalgia. I mean, I've like been here for yeah, eight years. Yeah. In two yeah, years, like I'll be here for ten, like and I've got I'm planning to stay here for ten years at least. Yeah, no, yeah. it's um, I don't know, and I think that's why uh, like you know a, a lot of a lot of people were so passionate about the move to the Tales Convention Center oh, just man. because of, I cried was... and everybody cried. Alfred is the worst person in this room right now. <laughs> yeah, you were responsible for What are you talking about? What are you talking about? No one no one did anything. No I, one I'm made not a video that made everybody oh, man. weep in I, public. I don't know how I feel about that. Like 400 people in a room just crying. like crying because uh, I wasn't I I'll, I'll well, be I mean, the first one to admit that I like I cried <laughs> But I didn't. I wasn't crying because I was sad. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, sad and tears. I, I, it was I like... cried. No, I cried because I was proud. No, like, I, yeah, exactly. I have. I have a lot of pride running on how things run at Odafest, like how what my involvement is in, yeah. and I'm sure a lot of us do. Like that's why we. Like it's not why we do it. Sorry, but that's we should be proud of what we do, what we accomplish as a group, as a team, and just thinking about like again how I started May Cafe. How uh, like I help like I've done a lot of special events stuff people might know. Yeah. Um, so just thinking about all the effort and all the years and um, sharing it with friends because that's what our team is is friends. Friends, yeah. Uh, that was definitely so much. Yeah, I remember at the time like I wasn't staff at mm-hmm. the time I was still just a regular attendee although I was friends and pretty close with a lot of members of staff because we're all friends now. And before. <laughs> the friendlier but, you are with staff, the more likely you are to become staff. That's very true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um I remember that like I remember when my fur you know way back around like the time of my first couple of Odafests, the talk about going to the Telus Convention Center had been things that like lots of attendees were suggesting and had wanted to see yeah. because it was still wa- so far off in the horizon yeah, it was just like it just wasn't in the books and it just wasn't in the books and we were you a know, 2000 person were, con where yeah yeah people you know. were saying oh you know it'll never happen and then to sit in a room and remember someone saying that and, that will never yeah. happen and knowing that and now it's happening yeah. was just we're very it was much... a really cool mm-hmm. moment and it was really cool to see like every because all, all the staff were all up front yeah and it was it was really it was a really believe and you will achieve and you know what like okay yeah. i, I kind of joke about like oh like I, i'm sorry for making everyone cry and like i'm like oh i'm such an evil person for making <laughs> everyone cry and manipulating your emotions yeah. and stuff but really like um the process of making that video to me was just kind of like putting my own take of the community into that video, right? Because to me, it, you're right. It is all about being proud of the community 
and remembering what we've accomplished and where we came from, right? Like, mm-hmm. the, the, and I and I hope I got that through. I think you everyone's did. cosplays, and I think that's why, everyone's yeah, panels, exactly, right? everyone I think who's that's ever why people come so to yeah. Odafest. Yeah, nostalgia yeah. is like a powerful force, right? And yeah. it's like, but it has to be powerful for the right reasons. And yeah. like, I think that's yeah, that's that's what, the other thing. What I tried to convey. I yeah. steadfastly because obviously we knew that I've had uh, prepared this video. Um, and throughout the day or throughout the con, right, yeah. uh, he would like certain people would ask to see it ahead of time, which is, you know, not a problem really, but sometimes I'd be in the room and I was being a real jackass about it, but I meant it a lot. Like yeah. I steadfastly refused to see or hear the video until closing ceremonies. until, cause until yeah. it was closing ceremonies. Cause for me, that was the right time. Yeah. Um, that was a big thing for me. And mm-hmm. like I said, I cried and I was very emotional about it, but it was Nothing was sad about it. It wasn't a sad moment. It people, was a, people might some, have had some, some sadness. Some people were sad. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, that's that's different for everybody. But for me, again, it's just all, for me, like, it you was have to look back moment. at all the good things, and that's why you you can see the path coming up ahead. And this is Telus Convention Center. Let's be honest; it's a it's a daunting challenge for our team. Yeah, yeah, it's a huge thing. But it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be worth it. We're gonna rise to it's challenge, positive. and it's gonna it's gonna be good. And uh, there's positive energy. Yeah, and I really hope the community like agrees. I know there's a lot of like disagreement with like you know the move and stuff, but we're very proud of what we've done and what we're going to be doing. Yeah. Right. So like, I, I really hope the community stands behind us once they see what we've got in store. We're gonna make something that's worth. Standing I just behind. don't want yeah. like I just don't want something bad to happen. Like not bad, but like <laughs> yeah, but, uh, bad in like I'm gonna go bad in the now. other direction. <laughs> I'm worried about something bad happening. In the other other direction in a positive direction where it's like we've talked about it and promoted it so hard that we get like 30,000 people oh, and we God. just die oh, we geez. literally die <laughs> there's like we have no there's nothing we can do uh, yeah it'll, it'll be like comic expos like TNG reunion year oh, oh man Lord. yeah that that was yeah. that was, that was the one year I did not volunteer in any capacity I was not able to make it to Calgary Expo yeah I heard went. stories. <laughs> yeah, heard I went. Stories. That was my. Uh, that was an experience. Yeah, yeah. I, I I wasn't actually. I saw the lines for that, but like I didn't actually. Uh, like I line? got in. Man, I couldn't. Yeah, get I got it's in. Difficult yeah. to do. I got in, but it was like yeah. It's but anyways, to control. Uh, just one more story about that 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 video, and I I tell this to a lot of people, but it was like um I kind I kind of got like the sense of where everyone's at after that because I had to leave the convention shortly after uh closing ceremonies so I had to go back to the Odafest control room uh to pick up my stuff and we we internally we oh, call yes. it we call it CIC so I I walk in so I'm like everyone's super emotional from like the the closing ceremonies I walk outside and um uh the DJ on the hill was playing uh the, the song from Fast 6 Oh, it, like the, it's, or, seen it. Oh, sorry, Fast Seven. It's like it's been a long time. Yeah, that's what. Uh, right. the, oh, without you, my friend, and I'll tell, tell you all yeah, yeah, about it when, when I see you again. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I was like, oh god, no. And then I was like, oh, okay, well. Uh, so I walk into CIC, I get my stuff, and it's lying in a corner. CIC is actually kind of close to the hill. Yeah. Like a lot of people don't know where it is, which is fine. It's just it's close. To enough that if they're blaring music we can hear snippets of it yeah so i walk in and like that music's playing and a lot of the staff are in there after like charity punishments and like the closing ceremonies and, and all that right and 20 tear-stained faces turned and <laughs> stared at me <laughs> and no one said anything as i picked up my stuff and walked out <laughs> And they That's all kind of like a like a mic drop moment for you. Yeah, like it's a just, testament to you what know, you did. Yeah, what you did. But yeah. at the same time, you're like, I am scum. <laughs> <laughs> 
or at least I feel. Yeah. No. Um. I had a lot of fun making that video, and you like, should. Yeah. Just uh, it was. I, I poured my own heart and soul into that, and I, my own feelings about Odorfest. So I really hope that yeah, people are gonna come out to the Tales Convention Center and see we'll what make we, new memories. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and hopefully More things to be proud of. 10 years from now we'll have another video and they'll make you cry, right? So, oh, yeah. Man. I hope it's not you so you can cry this time. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope someone that. else will do it and the, and you'll be like I hate everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so I think we should uh wrap up, wrap up soon. So, yeah, there's not much else that to talk about i mean we've got we covered a lot of anime stuff today yeah we talked about being an anime con so the only thing we didn't talk about uh was earlier podcasts. was being a podcast so <laughs> but that's a little bit too meta and like i said if you want us to talk about podcasts you'll come to the podcast panel yeah and you can look at our gear you can take a look at our like setup and you can laugh at our setup you can laugh at our setup which no. it's pretty ghetto <laughs> actually no yeah. it's it's not bad it's not bad yeah you'll see it's it's a good basic podcasting setup so yeah um with that yeah i guess we're we're done for this yeah we're one. done for today yeah okay uh my name's alfred my name's dio it was nice meeting you all uh and i'm jay thanks for coming yep and see you guys later next bye. episode bye get out <laughs> <laughs>